Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nerd Stop Discussions Without Repercussions. I'm your host, Seamus Landy. And I'm Lucas Suchek. So, uh, right off the bat, where have we, uh, where have we been? <laughs> I don't uh, know. So, uh, you may understand, if, uh, if you follow the Discord server, you may know that uh, we didn't make an episode uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, we have a reason. Not sure if we're allowed to say the reason, but we had a reason for it this time. Yeah. And uh, the episode before that was released a day late, which uh, that was also just because we forgot to publish it, I guess. Yeah, I think we like did all the settings for the episode, and then we didn't save it. <laughs> Yeah. So there was just an empty recording file, not like just collecting dust. <laughs> so yeah, that was just technical error. Yeah. So for now, our recording schedule, our upload schedule is going to be around every two weeks. Not 100 percent promise. Yeah. But now, but pro- <laughs> probably we'll we'll probably get it done now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, how's how's life been for you? Life has been pretty good. I don't have a lot to complain about. So nice, nice. My life's been doing pretty uh, pretty good too. Uh, I guess now we could get into the uh, the uh, the heat of the discussion, which is a big thing happened happened over the last few weeks that you probably know about. And since we're uh, big Marvel fans, we definitely have been uh, hearing about a lot. The Multiverse of Madness uh, trailers came out. Yeah, Doctor Strange too. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I watched them like one time, and then I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" And then I didn't watch them again, so they're not fresh in my mind. But I do think it looks very exciting, and mm. I was kind of nervous because I was like. How are they just gonna keep doing this? Because they like obviously like you can't not go into the multiverse stuff. Because at this point, it's like such a big thing. Mm. People will be underwhelmed if it's not there. They'll be like, oh, but like think about like this person could have been there if they did like the multiverse stuff. Mm. So I'm glad they're kind of like leaning into it a bit more and like just giving it to us so that they can get all that out of the way and then. We'll have our fill, and then we'll be good. Mm. I'm kind. I'm kind of. Uh, it still kind of surprised me that they're doing the multiverse stuff this early. I mean, I know it's phase four, but like you know, this is a pretty big thing to be pulling out right out of the pocket. Yeah. And uh, nothing we could talk about, of course, being the other uh, Patrick Stewart cameo. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was a bit confused. <laughs> I was like, okay, how does that happen? Hmm. Is he just like one of those guys that are like, hey, I'm smart. I know what's going on here. Well, people say that that's the uh, the Illuminati, the uh, the row of chairs we see. So, uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, you know what the Illum- Illuminati is from the comics, right? No, it's a uh, basically it's a group of Marvels, like at least in universe's most elite figures, like Tony Stark, uh, Reed Richards, T'Challa, Professor Xavier, stuff like that. Huh. And so people say they're doing that, where they just have like, I, I guess, just some pretty smart guys just all in the chair in the chairs. Huh. Uh, right off the bat, what cameos are you hoping to see in this uh, this universe or in this movie? <sighs> Um, I don't know. Uh, it depends on. I mean, I, I don't. It's like, there's like so far all I really know about is like he like goes into like the multiverse, and that's mm-hmm. like it. There isn't like a set, like anything like where he meets him, like uh meets um Patrick Stewart. I don't know where it could be in the X Men universe. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It could just be in like the like middle multiverse stuff we saw in the trailer. I don't know what that's called, like the quantum realm, but for like multiverse shenanigans. Hmm. I, I think I saw a while back a list of uh, rumors of characters to, to go into, so I'm going to look that up real quick. Uh, one that I know people are saying a lot, which I really hope we don't see, is uh, Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Yeah. Mainly because uh, Sam Raimi's directing this one, so, you know, they figured it goes hand in hand. Yeah. The thing is, like, that would just, it would, I think it would just kind of ruin his No Way Home appearance if we just see him again, yeah. you know? Yeah, he's like, hey, uh, again? <laughs> Hmm. Same thing if we see fucking Andrew Garfield in this one again. Yeah. And do they... So, 
the with the ending of No Way Home. I don't think we we even talked about No Way Home on here, right? No, we did last time. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, we talked about No Way Home. Okay, yeah. I I think I just got confused because the Doctor one of the Doctor Strange shows right after that. I was like, well, we didn't talk about the Doctor Strange trailer, mm. but uh, well, yeah, but I mean, so do they like? go back to their universe with all the memory of, like, what happened there? Um, I, I think so. It's kind of weird to think about what happens in that universe, because, like, if uh, if all the villains came back and they're still alive, that would change the events of everything a lot, you know? Yeah, because then they'd, like, go back to their universe and be like, so that happened, right? Mm. That that was real. We, that, we were in that area? Okay, got it. Yeah, especially, like, because, like, it's not gonna, like, just Green Goblin alone being alive would definitely change the events of Spider-Man 2, I feel. Yeah. And same thing with both of those guys surviving for a Spider-Man three, and same thing with the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, although Lizard did technically survive. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It's very strange how that all works out. But I feel like he just like Tony McGuire to come back into this and be like, "I'm back. Uh, uh, I'm. It's, it's time to do it again." Mm. People say the rumor is that uh, he signed a multi multi picture deal, Tony McGuire. But like Tommy McGuire doesn't even you can tell him no way home. Tommy McGuire did not want to do that movie. Yeah. He just got paid a lot of money. So like there's no way he's coming back for another one. Um also it's kind of weird because like everyone forgets who Peter Parker is, but do they forget mm. those Peter Parkers? Because in that case, like he doesn't wear the suit a lot. <laughs> he's mm. just Peter Parker half the time. And then he's like, Oh yeah, well I I guess I am Spider Man too. And then Doctor Strange was like, Oh shit, really? <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Hmm. Well, uh, I, I think, I, I think, I think Marvel just doesn't want us to think about it too hard. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of a bad angle to have one. Hmm. You're this big of a company doing like this big of a thing. Hmm. Uh, they also say that Jared Leto will be uh, Morbius in this one. I, I also love how this article here says Jared Leto will reprise his role as Morbius. I mean, he, he technically isn't reprising anything. The movie wasn't even out yet. Yeah. That's the thing. There's no way they're going to introduce him in this one and then give him his own movie, you know? Yeah. Speaking of Morbius, you did hear all the theories about like how like it's like the same universe as uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man hmm. and all that stuff and like Venom and like they, this, people are saying that there's going to be like another Andrew Garfield movie where he's going to have like, oh, yeah, the Venom that. symbiote. I, I, I just don't want to see Amazing Spider-Man 3. Yeah, then, like, like I know Andrew Garfield is a good actor and stuff, and he was a good Spider-Man, but it's just like I think it's time to put that to rest, you know? Yeah, but they're like, well, now what if like Venom is in the same universe as the Amazing Spider-Man? I mean, they did kind of confirm that they know some Spider-Man because in uh yeah. the, in uh the post-credit scene for uh Let There Be Carnage, there was that part where uh, Venom said, "Oh yeah, that guy," and then he licked the TV. Yeah, I still don't understand that reference. I guess it's because a lot of people are like because he's got the hive mind, he's got all the knowledge, but like. Mm. That feels like such like like a like, like a cop out kind of yeah like hey yeah so there's this clearly showing that he knows this person personally and has a vendetta against him, but it's just, it, since they didn't pay it off, it's probably just like the like the hive mind or whatever. I, don't know. Hmm. I mean, I, I guess I'd be interested in seeing Andrew Garfield in a Venom three, but yeah, I think that would probably be the better way to approach it. Because, mm, like, I'm, they're definitely going to make that, right? The Venom 3, yeah. since uh, the second one did so well. And I wouldn't... I, I don't know how I'd feel about a Spider-Man 4... Like, uh, like a Tom Holland Spider-Man 4, an Amazing Spider-Man 3, and a Venom 3 all going on at the same time, you know? Yeah, I think they're a bit too into the Spidey stuff. Mm. To the point where it's like... 
there's so much going on. It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's a bit too much, you know? It's like, we're going to have Tom Holland, and then Andrew Garfield might be doing stuff again. Who mm. knows? And then we got Venom and Morbius. And Morbius is a Spider-Man thing because he saw Spider-Man in the background of the trailer. Yeah, and uh, we saw Vulture in the trailer, so we yeah. don't know how that's going to tie into it. It could be a different version of the Vulture. It's just confusing all around. Yeah. They just need to see the movies, and then it'll all tie together. However they want to do it, I don't know. Hmm. There's also rumors of Tom Hardy being in this one, which I mean, he better at least at some extent appear in this, uh, in like in the MCU at some point, you know, and like, yeah, because like they've teased it so hard so many times. Uh, the problem with that is like, how are they gonna do it? Because he was put into the universe and then he was taken out, but the Venom symbiote's there. That's the thing, too. Since, of course, they're gonna do us, they're gonna do Venom in this new trilogy. Yeah, I mentioned that implies. So, like, does that mean like it'll be a different Eddie Brock? If because I know they're still gonna continue like their Venom movies, yeah. So like even if it is a different Eddie Brock, will like when he gets a symbiote, will it look like the same Venom or? If I had to guess, probably because it's like the same thing. Yeah, but wouldn't that cause confusion? Don't you think in the other uh, general movie audience, if like there's just like two different guys that look like the same Venom, but they're in a yeah, different universe. Actually, it might be different because didn't um it was like a different looking Venom when the chick had it in the Let There Be Carnage movie. Uh, in the what movie? Uh, Let There Be Carnage. Didn't oh, like, yeah. the girl get the Venom thing for a bit there? Oh yeah, she Venom. Yeah, so she looked different, so I don't see why if a different person that overall got it, it wouldn't look different. That's fair, that's fair. Um, let me see. Uh, there's some. Uh, uh, let's do an X-Men speed run for rumors. Okay. Ian McKellen as Magneto, uh, Halle Berry as Storm, James Marsden as Cyclops, and uh, Alexander Ship also as uh, Storm. And uh, James uh, McAvoy as Professor X. There's no way we're getting both Professor X's in this movie. I don't think that would be good. Oh, definitely. Oh, here's the thing. I don't think this movie's going to be good, but I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it still. There, I think there should be one, mm. because that would make more sense and be a little less meta. Like, hey, me. Mm. I feel like they're definitely going to make that joke at some point. If they're both, they're like, oh, hello, me. I mean, there are, there's multiple Doctor Stranges, so of course they're going to make that at some point. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is there any other rumors? Uh, oh yeah, the Fantastic Four from the two thousand five movie. The rumor to come back. Here's the thing. I feel like people don't realize that maybe just because like they were in an older movie doesn't mean they should come back. Yeah. Like like objectively, that movie sucked. You know. What if we got like 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 the original Hulk, like from the first one? What if he when he was there? I, I think he was actually confirmed. Uh, Eric Bana from a uh, the two thousand three movie. But here's the thing: they confirmed him, but he's not apparently he's apparently not going to be Hulk. He's just going to be Bruce Banner. So, like, why have him in here? Without the Hulk thing? Hmm. There's just, like, you can be the character that turns into this character, but you, you don't, it's just cut off there. You're that's just, it's like, like if, that's like if in No Way Home, Toby Maguire didn't put on the suit. Yeah, it's like, hey, you're Peter Parker, but you're not Spider-Man. Hmm. <laughs> you don't get any of the cool stuff. You just get the, hey, I'm a guy who's smart part. Hmm. I would like to see uh, Lou Ferrigno, the original, like, 70s Hulk in there. Mm. I think that'd be fun. And they better not fucking CGI him. They better not do an Alfred Molina where they put that CGI shit all over his face, you know? Yeah. I want, like, full just man and, like, in full body makeup just running around. Yeah. Um, I'll, yeah. Be, I'll be real. I would be down for uh, Into the Hulk first movie. <laughs> and they have enough of them. Yeah, yeah. That might be fun. I'm sure they could also make up ones. They could probably do, like, Red Hulk and stuff. Oh, yeah. Maybe I think they might be saving that for uh, She-Hulk, though. Yeah. Speaking of She-Hulk, did we, she did we ever talk about that show? No, but I haven't seen a lot about it. 
Is there any trailers out or anything? Uh, there is a trailer, which is only like a few seconds long. Yeah, wasn't it just like her legs or something? Like she yeah. just walked. Yeah. Everyone says like the CGI and that is really bad, but like I, I just. How can like, you even determine yet? Yeah, exactly. It, it was just a shot of her legs, basically. Dude, the they, way her legs look are so not real. This is crazy. Mm, I mean, it's not done, the, the show, so yeah. like, clearly they're probably still going to work on it. And besides, like, I know it's still, like, Disney, but you could probably expect a little lower of a budget for, a like, a Disney Plus show. Yeah. Yeah, my dad's getting real big into the Hulk stuff, so we're hoping it's going to be big. <laughs> it's going to be good. She does have good comics, so. Yeah. We have, like, a bunch of the comics in his office. Hmm. Like, all minted and whatnot. But, yeah, uh, I just need to catch up with the shows. I should probably just, like, get around to binging them. How I'm, many have you have you seen? I haven't seen What If. Uh, I have not seen Hawkeye. Um, I feel like there was another show in there that I missed, but maybe not. Loki, I, Falcon, and no, the Winter Soldier. No, I watched those. I feel like, it, like, after everything after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I just kind of went, ugh. So Loki. I give up. Wait, uh, did you watch Loki? Yeah, wait, was Loki okay. after that? Yeah, okay, so then you only watched what you only didn't watch What If in uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. And if that's the case, then that means you're uh, way uh, above me, because I still haven't watched Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, yeah. Hawkeye, and I only watched, like, half of What If. Loki's good, though. You should definitely get around to watching Loki. Oh, definitely, I will at some point, but I don't know, man, life's just been kind of busy, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's the same for me. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, we were thinking, uh, well, I mean, we weren't thinking, but I was thinking maybe, uh, maybe after Doctor Strange 2, we can make an updated uh, Marvel tier list. Okay, yeah. That probably would be good. Hmm. Would we include the shows? Uh, probably. Alright, because then I also have to watch uh, Black Widow and Shang-Chi. Because I haven't seen those. Was that? Oh, yeah, I guess that's just like, yeah. What else, what else? Uh, do, we, do we count uh, the, uh, the, the, old, the other Spider-Man movies? Hmm? Uh, I don't think so. Because that's not like... The MCU, those are just kind of like things that kind of just pulled in. Yeah, but they're part of the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, so. Yeah, but. <laughs> but but that would also make us have to watch the the X-Men movies, which is like, there's like 10, 20 of them, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and speaking then... of which, Deadpool's also rumored to be in the uh, yeah in this movie. Here's uh, the thing, I don't want to see it, because I don't really like Deadpool in the movies that much. But, like, it's definitely going to happen, right? Yeah. Like, Ryan Reynolds basically confirmed he's coming to the, to the MCU. Mm. And I figured that if they were to introduce him some way, it would be this way. I'm curious to see how he's going to interact with, like, other heroes and stuff. Because this, like, this, obviously, Deadpool, he's, like, done, like, with the, like, X-Men and stuff. But, like, we've never really had, like, you know, like, Marvel heroes. Like, those, I feel like they kind of have a different weight hmm. than X-Men. Because they're, like, the X-Men, like, he can just, like, joke around and they're, like, yeah, whatever. But, like, I feel like MCU is just a, just a little different. Hmm. I can't place why I think that, but. Says. Sorry if you don't mind, I'm just gonna game a little. Tiny Heist. Yeah, yeah I'm playing Tiny Heist. Heist. Tiny Heist is a uh, flash game you guys should check out. It's pretty good. Anyways, keep talking. Anyways, um, forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> did we ever talk about? I know we briefly mentioned Morbius earlier, but did we ever talk about how Sony's doing their uh, their Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Uh, I <laughs> never really thought about it, but no. It's just it just seemed kind of weird to me because like, of course I feel like Spider Man does have the potential for a universe, but the thing is if you take out the part where Spider Man's in it, you know. Yeah. Like I feel like that just kind of ruins the, uh, you know, the purpose of it. Yeah. I also don't understand why they're giving movies to the characters they they're giving the movies to. Like I know Venom of course makes sense. He's like one of the most popular Spider Man villains. Yeah. 
but like why Morbius of all characters, you know? I didn't even know he was a thing until the movie came out. I didn't even know he was like a character. Mm. I mean, he's not really that important of a character, so. Yeah, I just figured like, oh, he's just another guy, I guess. I don't know. Mm. I feel like. I mean, you have so many like good Spider-Man villains to choose from, and you chose Morbius of all things, you know? Yeah, and also it's like there's only so many reasons you can like have these people fighting. Like, of course, like, Venom works because, like, Venom's, like, kind of an anti-hero, where it's, like... Mm. But some of these characters are just straight-up villains. Yeah, so it's, like, who are they gonna fight? <laughs> mm. Like, for example, Kraven the Hunter's gay in a movie. And, like, I mean, he's, is he an interesting character? Yes, but he, you can't, like, make us sympathize with him, right? Yeah. Like, I don't care what you do in the movies, you're not gonna make me sympathize with a person that's main, like, goal in life is to hunt down and kill another human being. Yeah. Mainly for the reason of just because he thought it would be a good hunt. That's just the yeah. entirety of his story. I mean, I guess they couldn't really do like a Rhino movie, but you know, maybe a Harry Osborn one. Now that wouldn't be good, but you know, it's something. Yeah, I'm sure they'll find something, but I feel like they're. This is just another attempt to be like, hey guys, remember like these villains that you like? Hmm. Like we can't afford Spider-Man because he's like MCU stuff now, but like, you know. <laughs> We can do our own thing with our heroes or our villains. Like, I mean, that is basically what they're doing, so. Yeah. Oh, it's just kind of, I don't know, very obviously just like, hey, we can't afford the rights to Spider-Man anymore, guys. Well, the thing is, like, technically they could, but they just they just decided to be nice to Disney and just let them have it, so. Yeah, but. You remember that whole situation back in 2019 where we thought we'd never get Spider-Man back in the MCU? Yeah, that was kind of weird, especially seeing how, like, that's definitely not the case. Oh, yeah. I also hate that one thing people said, where, like, they th where, like uh, Sony only gave the rights back because Tom Holland called them crying, saying that they wanted them to. Oh, my God. Like, there's no fucking way that this multi-million dollar company listened to some, like, 20-year-old be like, oh, I want to play Spider-Man <laughs> again. Yeah, I think Disney wouldn't have let it happen, even if they were like, nah. I feel like... Disney is too big. They would they would have been like, no, you're mm. giving it to me. <laughs> mm. They would have strong hand Sony into it, probably. I mean, I can't. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just happy they didn't buy Sony because that would have. Uh, I feel like if if Disney owned Sony, that would open Pandora's box by like a lot, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, the idea of Disney owning PlayStation really fucks with me mentally. <laughs> yeah, it's one day maybe. Oh, definitely. There's no way they're not going to buy uh, fucking Sony at some point. Yeah, they'll buy everything. Hmm. I still remember when they uh, when they bought Fox, and that was like a huge thing. <laughs> One thing, also speaking of the uh, the Sony, uh, the, like the Sony Disney Spider Man thing that was going on, I don't understand why people were so surprised that uh, that they did it. I like that they like just took it away because of the money reasons, and they were like, "Oh, Sony doesn't care about the fans," <laughs> and like people were surprised. Like, here's the thing, right? Nobody at Sony gives a shit about you or if you like Spider-Man or not, all right? They just want money. That's what businesses are, you know? Yeah. Uh, Same reason why, like, you know, they still, like, say, oh, watch The Amazing Spider-Man, even though it's a garbage-ass movie. It's like, they just, they don't care if you don't like Sp a good Spider-Man movie or not. They just want you to see Spider-Man, you know? Yeah, they're like, hmm, you know, we're gonna, like, not make this important decision, but because the fans, mm. like... What if we, like, did this, but, like, you know, we'll appease the fans a little bit, at least. Mm. I mean, let's be fair. No Way Home basically was just fan service, but, you know. At this point, most movies are. Mm. I mean, 
most of the Marvel movies are like mostly like a degree of fan service, which is like, hey, look at this character now. <laughs> Remember the X Men? Mm. Like it fits the narrative, but like you know. Well, that's what good fan service is. If it like fits the story, then like yeah. you know, it's it's good. But like, if it's just there for just like a pointless cameo, then you know. I feel like fan service has garnered such a bad name because I I feel like you hear fan service and you instantly think of the bad thing. You're like, oh, fan service. Yeah. Ew. I mean, it can be good, definitely. Yeah. Like all like introducing all these like heroes and stuff into the story, it's good. I like it, but I mean, at some point, like it becomes a little unnecessary. But yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I just realized, did we ever make a, a Spider-Man movie tier list? No, I haven't watched a lot of them, though, honestly. You want to uh, do this for the, the next act of the, uh, the podcast? Sure. Because I was about to go into a rant about the Amazing Spider-Man series, but I figured that'd be the good way to do it. Sure. Speaking of which, should we just end the, the segment and go to the next one? Because we're... Yeah, sure. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. And we're back, guys. We're here to make our uh, Spider-Man movie tier list. Uh, with all the uh, the nine ones plus Venom, should we include the Venom movies? Or... Uh, I think we should add them just in case because we don't know what the deal with those movies are yet. Yeah, because they could be a part of one of those series. I don't know. Hmm. So let's start off with uh the first Spider Man, Spider Man from uh two thousand two with Tobey Maguire. What are your thoughts on it? If you remember anything uh, of it, I definitely remember good parts of it. Uh, I think it's definitely like you know like a classic spider-man movie mm. i think uh for the time it was very like good introduction to the character like it was like a big screen it was mm. like a big motion picture i liked uh i mean uh, i'll be honest especially after no way home i kind of realized that toby mcguire kind of like sucks as an actor yeah but, like for, the, for these movies it works you know like yeah. i liked uh this uh i liked him in this one i especially liked uh, willem dafoe he definitely stole the show mm. i i'd say he's a solid i'd say this movie's a solid a tier um, I I also like the uh, the effects for the time. You know, they're definitely cheesy by now standards, but for like 2002, you know, they were definitely pretty good. Yeah, I think they're not like overly outdated or like, mm. oh wow, that was rough. Mm. It, it's it's, like, it, it's a good comfort movie, I'd say. Yeah, you know, you don't have to think too hard about. It. You don't have to like, you know, it's like be too emotional over it. It's just good. Spider Man Two. What do you remember about Spider Man Two? From 2004. Uh, not a lot. <laughs> I remember a good amount of it. You, you describe what goes on, and then I'll see. It's one with uh, Doc Ock, the original one. 2004. Uh, base, it, for, I'll, I'll just give my review and see if you remember anything from it yeah. from based on it. Yet again, most of the stuff from the first movie holds up, but I feel like this is better. Like, as much as I enjoy Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, I feel like Doc Ock is, like, the best, like, villain villain. Hmm. At least uh, and at least before uh, No Way Home, we'll get to that. We're going to get to that, but... Uh, I just really like Doc Ock in this one. He's one of my favorite uh, movie characters in the, the Marvel and like across Marvel properties. Mm. I, I feel like with a lot of these, the villains definitely make the other movie. Yeah, because I mean, it's just like Spider Man. I feel like mm. you get to know Spider Man very quickly. He is a guy. He climbs on walls, can like have a spidey sense, and shoots webs. Mm. And there's not a whole lot there, but it's really like the villains are like kind of like really neat like doc ock is like pretty close there's a scientist and he has like octopus arms mm. and then he's like cool <laughs> all around I, i'd say it's pretty good i'm gonna give it a an s tier person what would you give it uh yeah that sounds good i mean spider-man 3 you remember it that's one with the uh the original venom sandman new goblin the thing with this is uh, the, this movie is like absolutely awful yeah like the the venom stuff was unnecessary 
Uh, Sandman could have been handled a lot better. New Goblin was just trash in this one. It's just, but all around, I'm just so glad that it exists. You know? Yeah. Like the 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 scene where Peter like dances in front of that building. Uh, you know all the classic lines. You know, you'll you'll get this friend when he fixes damn door stuff like that. Yeah. I'm just so glad that this happened. It's like very much like less of like a good movie and just good like funny stuff. Yeah. The thing is, I don't understand why this got so much hate. Like, it's clearly the worst of the trilogy. But like, it's just it's just fun, you know. Mm. And besides, it's a Sam Raimi movie. You know, it doesn't have to be that that good. Yeah. I'll, I'm I I would give it a B tier personally. Okay. Amazing Spider Man. I have a lot to say about the Amazing Spider Man. Let's yeah. let's start with you. Uh, I never watched them, but I definitely have seen like fair bits of them. I've definitely heard a lot of the criticism, and it's, honestly, it doesn't look that good. Honestly, like when was it made? 2012. Yeah. I think like the early 2010s was like a very drama filled movie type time, like mm. late like 2000s, just all like whole 2000s in general, kind of. Yeah, I get, <laughs> and that, then I get that. Kind of bleeding into the 2010s was kind of like a we need to make this like very like you can tell just from like the promotional artwork, it goes from like, oh yeah, Tobey Maguire is like, yeah, like he's doing some fun poses in front mm. of the villains. Where it's just like with these posters, just him looking he's, deeply intently into the uh, yeah, it's to the like, viewer. You can tell this is trying to <clears throat> add a more serious tone to Spider Man, which mm. is which was very hit or miss for some people. It's Spider Man. It's a guy yeah. in a spider suit. Like, what do you what do you want? Is that all, is that all for your thoughts on this? Because I'm about to uh, to go off. Yeah, go off. The uh, fuck you. The uh, I'd say the greatest trick that the uh, the devil ever pulled was convincing people that the Amazing Spider-Man was a good movie. This movie is just not good. Is, is it competent? Yes. Is it for for basically being a movie that they only made just so they could keep the movie rights to Spider-Man? Like it could have been a lot worse. Andrew Garfield is a good actor and he does a good job as Peter Parker. I just do not like this movie. Mm. I don't like how the character of Peter Parker. Like it's not Andrew Garfield's fault. It's just the writing mostly. I don't like how like the reason why he like gets bitten by the spider. Mm. Is that when he goes to Oscorp, he steals another student's ID, and then he watches them get thrown out. <laughs> like, that's not Peter Parker, you know? I I especially hate, like, the accent that he has in, this, oh, in these yeah. movies. It wasn't in No Way Home, but in this one, he had, like, a very gruff New York accent. Like, you know, in uh, Homecoming, when Tom Holland did that, like, New York accent as, like, yeah. as, like a joke in that, for, like, when he's talking to people? Mm -hmm. It sounded just like that. Uh, the suit looks awful. Let me show you this. Fuck. I'm not used to uh, your computer. I'm so thankful they kept... Fuck, I just deleted the tier list. No, you didn't. You yes. Just... Wait. Oh, okay. There you go. I'm just... I, look, I don't use a computer that often. I use it. Like, look at this. This is not a good suit. Yeah. Like, look at this. these piss yellow eyes. Look at the... Uh, it's like a track suit. It, it should be, basically. Fuck, where is it? Like, just... Like, look at this. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit. Look at this beauty. I yeah. love the suit. And look at this shit. Yeah, that's like... It's very kind of like blurry. I feel it's like very mm. like everything kind of just like blends together. Like they're like you can see they tried to put black lines like where like you know they normally are, but mm. they were like you know, what if we just like made them really thin and like barely noticeable? Mm. Um, is this another? Good... Oh no, it's just the uh, it's just like the uh, the one from the PS4 game, but uh. All around, yeah, very bad suit. I don't like it. I also don't like just in general, like how much stuff they do with uh, Peter Parker's parents. Yeah, like they they have this whole subplot about his parents being like the key to the reason why I got bit by the spiders, which I hate because the entire point of Spider Man is that he's not the chosen one. He's just like he was just a guy that got bit by the spider, you know? Yeah. 
And plus, it takes a lot to ask his, an, an audience member to care about his uncle, aunt, and his parents, you know? Yeah, I feel like the whole thing with Spider-Man is like, you don't know what happened to his parents. Because like they don't matter. Picture. Yeah. I, I just assumed as a kid that they just went off and died someday. Because yeah. they don't matter. I also hate the, uh, I also just hate the villain in this, in general, the lizard. Like, oh, he has an yeah. interesting concept, but he's just not that good of a villain. I feel like there is, like, the lizard is definitely, like, again, like, one of the more, like, grittier, dark kind of, like, characters they could have chosen. It post like, a guy with, like, an electronic tentacle suit. Mm. But the uh, thing is, and that, that's the thing, they could have went good and went dark with it, but look at this fucking cartoon character they have here. Yeah, it looks like, look, he looks like fucking... The Goomba from the Mario movies. Yeah. I hate this. I hate this lizard. Now, it sounds like I hate this movie, which I don't, but I just... It's just, so many people now are just saying, oh, this is one of the best Spider-Man movies. I don't understand why people hate this so much. It's not. It's not a good movie. They, they're they always like, oh, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone have such great chemistry. It's just like, yeah, you, you've seen the scenes, right, of just like them interacting? Yeah. The thing is just, they're too cute for a fucking gritty Spider-Man movie, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they have like romance scenes where they just like talk and just flirt awkwardly for like hours <laughs> for what it feels like. I just, I just don't like this movie. I'm going to give it a uh, C tier. Alright, now the second one. <laughs> the second one is worse, actually. Fuck. Oh, good. What's, what's going on with this cursor? Oh, yeah, it's because my mouse is kind of broken. Here's yeah. the thing. Less people are saying this is a good movie, but enough are to the point where like, I can still talk about how shitty this movie is. Okay. <laughs> so right off the villains, right off the bat, let's talk about the villains. Electro, uh, Harry Osborn, and uh, Rhino. Now, if you remember with Spider-Man 3, typically having three villains in a Spider-Man movie isn't a good idea. Yeah. And they did it again this one. Electro has no... Electro has, like, no real, like, interesting story. His entire thing is just, like, he's obsessed with Spider-Man, which could be interesting, but, like, but, like, it just is handled very poorly. Look at this fucking design, first yeah. of all. He is a blue guy. Yeah, everyone's saying, like, they think the design from this movie was good. No, it wasn't. No, look at Look at these that's fucking... That's even worse. Look at this Halloween costume-looking-ass motherfucker. I just, I just hate this so much. I hate the rhino in this one, too. Let me look up the, the rhino. He looks awful. The suit looks better. I showed you the other suit, right? It does look better. Yeah. Like, when, whenever yeah, I think of Rhino... Stupid. Yeah, exactly. Like, his entire thing is just kind of like a guy in a rubber suit, but now he's just, like, in this fucking mech. Yeah, and also, like, you can't tell me that doesn't look dumb. Oh, yeah, exactly. We're he looks like a little baby. Paul Giamatti's like... face poking out of it. Uh, Green Goblin. Fuck, I'm, I'm not used to this cursor. He looks like a... Like a little, like, king, like baby kangaroo in the pouch. <laughs> What is I never that? heard that. Oh yeah, this is a uh, this is Harry uh, Harry Osborne. That's not movie. that person. That's not. Oh, this isn't Green Goblin for you. Yeah, you, you don't see the, the little like uh, you don't you don't think these are the same person. You don't think this is a. Uh... Fuck. What am I trying to say? Yeah, you don't like it. No. Okay, good. Because I don't either. I fucking hate this movie Why so much. He, he looks like like he looks like a real life goblin. He looks. Mm. He looks like he's on fucking crack. Yeah. <laughs> I also hate how they uh. Here's the thing, right? I don't, I don't like uh, how they killed off Gwen in this movie. I know that that's what you're supposed to do because Gwen is just like his girlfriend who dies. Yeah. But it's just handled so poorly. Like I was like, oh, such an emotional scene when uh, Andrew Garfield caught MJ in No Way Home. It was a very like emotional moment. No, it wasn't because I don't give a shit about her, <laughs> him or that character. It's just fucking. I hate this movie so much. The effects yeah. got worse somehow. Um, the, <laughs> Andrew Garfield's accent that I mentioned got worse in this one. Uh, the story makes no sense. The, it's very badly edited, which is something I don't really say about a lot of movies, but mm -hmm. I say it in this one. The soundtrack, oddly enough, is really bad. You got Hans Zimmer, one of the greatest composers of all time, and fucking Will I Am. No, it wasn't Will I Am. It was uh, Pharrell Williams. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a little better, but still. <laughs> hmm. 
So all around, I'm going to give it a D tier. I hate this movie. Okay, well, we got one movie in every tier so far, because we don't have an F tier. Mm-hmm. And now we get to the other movies which Lucas has seen. Yes, and the ones that are, like, actually good. Yeah. So, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. Well, I'll say my piece first, since I actually have seen these movies. Hmm. Homecoming, I feel like uh, I didn't love too much. I feel like it was a good introduction to the character, definitely. I think... It was nice to see like him have his like own home brood suit, hmm. and then all of a sudden just kind of be thrown into like, oh yeah, by the way. I was gonna make an F tier just because. Yeah, but it's just like like having like a home brood suit, and then just like all of a sudden like, oh yeah, by the way, here's like a nice suit. Hmm. And it was just like oh, okay, yeah, but like I feel like the host like it was a good way to introduce Spider-Man into the MCU, and like. You know, really, like, show what it's like to have, like, a Spider-Man in a universe where there's so many other heroes. Where mm. he isn't, like, taking on this big <clears throat> bad threat. Like, obviously, it's a bad threat. But, like, it isn't, like, world-ending, like, terrible, everyone's gonna die. Mm. It's, like, the Vulture, I think, was, like, the way that they connected it, like, through, like, his date. I think that happened in one of the older Spider-Man movies, right? Where, like, he was dating... A girl, and then their father was the bad guy. I feel like that happened before. Am I crazy? I don't think so. Well, I, I think I guess the closest thing would be in a how like MJ and Spider Man one was dating Harry Osborn, who was the son of Norman Osborn. So I guess kind of yeah, in a way. Well, I think that uh, the like friendly neighborhood aspect of it really, like the fact that like he knew the bad guy that tangentially really is like hey, this like he really is like in his own little bubble here. Dealing mm. with like little things in his town, which obviously grow out of hand, of course, and the whole like ship going down. But mm. I think it was a very good movie. I enjoyed it a lot, and I think it was a very good introduction to the character of Spider-Man. So, what tier would you what tier would you put it in personally? Uh, I think oof, probably C or B. C or B, really? Well, you give your review here. All right. So uh, I, I feel like we're going to do the tier list. Uh, I gave it an F tier, the tier list, because I feel like we're going to do that for the MCU ranking. Yeah. So this will be like a little tease for what's going on there. If I remember correctly, when we did the MCU ranking uh, two years ago, God, has it really been that long yet? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you said Spider-Man Homecoming was around like 15th place or so for you at, yeah. at least. And How I many said, movies are there? Um, I forget. Yeah, at that point there were 23. Yeah, so it's like mid-tier, yeah. Yeah. And I think I put mine at number eight. Hmm. So I think one of the reasons why my opinion changed a lot, or like one uh, one of the biggest changes, is my opinion on uh, Homecoming. I love it. I love Homecoming. Honestly, yeah. I think it's a really good movie. I uh, for a while I didn't really care for him, but I really like uh, to, uh, uh, Tom Holland's uh, Peter Parker. Hmm. I feel like it was a good. I, I know a lot of people say like, oh, he just got everything. He gets everything handed to him through Iron Man, and like I feel like from an extent he gets a bit too when he hands out hands out hands out handouts from a. Uh, from Tony Stark, I feel like I feel like he does a good amount in this movie to like be on his own, like yeah. actually fighting. I really liked the other uh, Vulture being uh, <clears throat> being the father of his, uh, his girlfriend twist. Hmm. I feel like they're really connected to it. Michael Keaton gives a great performance in this. I like the effects. I like uh, just in general uh, Tom Holland's performance. I just really like this movie. Yeah, personally, I'd give it an A tier. All right. Well, how about we at, should we average it out to a B tier because you yeah. said B or C? Uh, I think it's also cool. Like I think we've already seen the story of Spider Man like building everything himself. So I think it was nice to have this change because like. All right, well, let's see, like, when he gets, like, this, like, billionaire suit and mm. how he handles that because it's fun seeing him, like, 
struggle to use the settings on it and like get adjusted to everything like the instant the uh, kill mode that he's like uh, mm. uh i mean what here's the thing too with it i feel like it was a good change of pace having spider-man like be i guess rich kind of because like the thing is like everyone's like oh you should have made him poor it would better make him poor like the thing is like we already got him being rich for i uh, not right not rich we got him being poor for like two movie series in a row yeah and while i like that's what they're doing for the uh, the new trilogy that they're making because i feel like yeah. that would work well for this universe I, I feel like for this one it wasn't that big of a deal for me personally yeah, I think it was a nice change of pace to go, like, or not just another cookie-cutter Spider-Man who, like, was, like, poor, got bit by a spider, homebrewed mm. everything himself, sometimes literally in the skin for Tony yeah. McGuire. But... Uh, I'm still not over that, the fact that it came out of his fucking body. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely weird. How does it come out of his suit? Does he have, like, holes in the suit for it? Or? Probably. <laughs> I don't know, it's confusing, but, uh... The point is, yeah, Homecoming, I think, is pretty good. Yes. And a uh, little uh, tease for when we do our ranking next time, which I think will, other than a tier list, it'll still be like a full ranking as well. Yeah. Uh, I would personally place Homecoming, at least to myself, around like fifth, sixth place. Not a joke either. I really do love this movie. Yeah. Far From Home, on the other hand. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you want, you want to go first? I thought Far From Home wasn't a terrible movie. I think a lot of it wasn't great. Um, I didn't care for the character. Um fucking Mysterio that much. I thought that it was, like, cool. I liked his concept, but I feel like him alone didn't deserve the focus of the movie. I feel like he hmm. would have been, like, a good, like, like villain, like, who was, like, helping someone else. Like, oh, yeah, here, I got the glasses for you. But, like, I feel like he's just, like, he was, like, I don't know, like, too much of a standalone figure. Like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna rule the world. I just feel like it was a bit too, like, like, hey, I'm just going to, like, use some illusions, and then I'm going to, like, hack the world, and I'm going to be the best. I think it was just kind of, like, it was boring, but I, I think the ending is, like, what saves it in my mind, because it's, like, you know, it set off everything that happens in no, well, not everything, but happens in mm. No Way Home, obviously, but it happened, like, you know, the whole, like, like identity getting, like, so it basically caused everything in the next movie. But I just think, like, Mysterio isn't a great villain. He just was, like, he basically is just, like, hey, I'm going to use these drones so that I can fool Peter Parker, and then I'm going to get these cool glasses that mm. this dead guy gave him. Mm. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's just kind of it's, it's boring. I don't know. I get that, I get that. The majority of the movie is boring, and I don't really care for it. And I feel like, obviously, like, that whole MJ thing is, like, important as well. Like, they are starting to date MJ and all that. But, I don't know, I just think it's just too, I don't know. I don't think I'd probably watch it again for a good while. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, Personally, I'm pretty mixed on it. Like, I feel like it is a good movie, but I feel like... I, a lot of the problems you listed do apply. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I'd say I like Mysterio more than I dislike him, but I feel like, as you said, he really shouldn't have been, like, the, the main threat. Like, I feel like he works for this movie. Yeah. But, you know, especially with, like, spoiling uh, Peter's identity. Yeah. But I feel like just in general, just, like, having Mysterio be, like, the main, like, threat of a, uh, and, like, the main threat of a movie just seems like a bit of a bad idea. But I feel like it kind of works in this one. Mm. We also talk about this poster. I hate this poster yeah. that it shows on the edits here. Like, I know Spider-Man movies aren't really known for, like, their great posters, but some, like, this Homecoming, like, the teaser poster for this one, this one's pretty good. I like yeah. this one, but this one is, uh, not great. I, I feel like, 
I'm, I, I don't I don't know exactly how to feel about this this movie. Like when it came out, I really liked it, but I feel like as a time grew on, it just kind of like soured on me. I feel like that's how most movies go for though. Yeah, but like some a lot of movies like uh kind of stick with me, and like for example, yeah. Homecoming it gets better and better. Hmm. But like for this one, it just it just gets worse with time, especially since we got better Spider-Man movies in but and like before and after this. Yeah. Um. I, I, I like the effects. I think the sequence where he's like in the uh, like has that like nightmare and like you see like all the Mysterio mm-hmm. drones walking around or like a or like a Tony Stark climbing out of the grave. I feel like that was pretty cool. The effects were cool. I think mm-hmm. they did a really good job on like the like you know all the editing and the effects and all that junk. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like the uh, the MJ stuff was kind of rushed because like they barely interacted in the first movie. Yeah, and now it's just like man. I want. I want to. I want to be with her now. You know, and like that was like his whole point of the journey. It's like, dude, you're in Europe. Enjoy your life. You know. Yeah. So all around, I'd say I give it a. Personally, I'd give it a C tier. Yeah, that's fair. I personally would give it a D, but I think we can settle on C for now. All right. Uh, into the Spider Verse. Right off the bat, I'd say it's an S tier. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I like uh, right off the bat. I think the best thing to say about it is definitely the animation is like amazing in this one. Hmm. I think, yeah, it was definitely a very good movie. I don't, I, I feel like I didn't love it as much as other people do, but I can definitely understand, like, how, like, or why everyone else loves it. It mm-hmm. just isn't, like, you know, my cup of tea. Like, there's nothing, like, I can't point out anything wrong with the movie. I think it was a very good movie. I'd probably watch it again. I feel like, you know, everything about it was, like, good. But I feel like I, I'm not like, yo, that was sick. I feel like I, I was very much like, yeah, that was good. Mm. But I could definitely like, I could definitely settle with putting it in S because I definitely understand the hype around it. Mm. I personally love this movie. I feel like, as I said, the animation was great. As you said too, like there's a lot of good hype around it. It certainly deserves all the uh, all the like the uh, the nominations for the Oscars it got. Uh, actually, I'm pretty sure it won uh, its Oscar for animated feature. Mm. Um, I love the uh, the what it does for the Spider-Man character. Like, I feel like it really does a good job exploring it. Mm. Uh, since there's like since every movie nowadays is just multiverse stuff, I feel like this was good at doing it first. Yeah, this is like kind of like a little intro to like, hey, this could happen later on. And now they're doing a million multiverse movies, including Spider Verse Two, which I am excited for. Oh yeah. Um, I uh, I like uh, how it gives Miles Morales a better like a uh, like showcase of his character. You know, a better mainstream. Because hmm. up to this point, like nobody really like cared much for Miles Morales except yeah. for the comics. So I feel like this is definitely a good change of pace. Um, I like the villains. I like the. Uh, I'll be honest. When this movie first, like when I, the, I when we first saw like the first trailer for this movie, I would thought it was gonna be bad, but it was actually really good. I'd give it an S tier. Venom. <laughs> um, I think Venom was mm. good. I think it was okay. Um, I feel it's kind of struggling trying to find its own identity. It's kind of like it's kind of hard to detach Venom from the Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, it's like. It's like, what is Venom without Spider-Man? It's like, it's a guy with an alien. And it's like, okay, now what? Mm. What does he fight? In this movie, it's another alien? <laughs> I forget. I kind of... He just fights another Venom symbiote, right? Yeah, right. Well, that's one thing, too. As long If we get Venom 3, I just hope to God that we he, he fights someone that isn't a symbiote. Yeah, it's like, hmm, I'm going to fight this symbiote, and then I'm going to fight this symbiote. <laughs> mm. Like, I feel like... Like, I don't know what else he would fight. It's, Spider-Man? Well, yeah, but obviously with, like, ignoring that, because I don't know if they're going to do that. Like, 
they're clearly trying to detach it from the Spider-Man stuff, so I feel like it'd be kind of a waste of two movies if at the end they're like, okay, fine, we'll do Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, they like tried so hard to avoid doing Spider-Man. Well, even if it's not Spider-Man, I would like to see him fight someone else. Craven, maybe that could work. Yeah. If they don't connect this to Spider-Man, like, Craven could be trying to hunt Venom. Yeah, they. I mean, there could definitely be, like... It's not like definitely just like people trying to hunt Venom or trying to like be like what is going on here. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I feel for me, the Let There Be Carnage movie was like it literally felt like a twenty minute movie. It was like it was. Oh yeah, that was short as hell. It was like I feel like there were, it was like the least substantive movie ever, which I guess it isn't on this tier list, but well, we'll put it on there at the end just uh, just because. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about that later. Yeah, uh, Venom. Uh, for the movie itself, Venom. Like, I feel like I liked it more when it came out than, like, nowadays. Like, the villain was trash. The CGI was okay. I mean, it was pretty good, but, yeah. you know, the acting was uh, pretty meh. I- I'd give it a C tier, personally. I'd probably put it in D. I feel oh. it isn't on the level of... I think you were nicer to it than I was. Uh-huh. And you still give it a D. Uh, should we agree on a, on a C, then? Yeah, sure. Uh, Venom 2, since that came out after Venom, yeah. I'd say that's uh, that'd be the best in it. Oh, wait. Fucking, we messed up, because both Spider-Verse and Venom came up before Far From Home. And Venom came up before Spider-Verse. But, you know, we're here now, we're here now. Uh, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Um, If we're giving Venom a C tier, I'd give it a B tier, personally. I liked it more than I did the first one. I liked the villain more. Woody Harrelson's always fun. Yeah. I feel like like the other performances got a little better. I didn't like it that much. I feel like it was over in a snap. I feel like there was, like... I don't really like Woody Harrelson in this movie. I think you don't. I don't. Know. I feel like he's just like this like guy who's like, oh yes, I really like my girlfriend. Oh yeah, that too. I didn't think I didn't think the shriek stuff was really unnecessary. And then he just like gets the venom, or not the venom symbiote, the to what carnage symbiote. Hmm. And then he like, I don't know. I just like he just fights another one of him. And then they like like I don't know. It's just like it felt so nothingness well the other one of him was definitely a lot more creative than riot i feel yeah but i know what you're saying where, where would you put it i don't know i feel like it went by so fast i can't even give it a thing i don't know i can't i got it wrong what do you what do you want to give it i'd personally give it a b but based on how you're talking about it, i'd be compromised on a on a c because we live in a democracy. Yeah, I think C. I, it's just, I don't know. I don't. I just can't. I the thing is the, the thing is like I do appreciate how short it was though. If I'm being honest, because like yeah. you know it's it feels like it's a good popcorn movie. You know, you don't have to get too invested in it. You just you just gotta enjoy it. But yeah. you know, I can see where you, where people wouldn't enjoy it. Uh, so finally, the big one, <clears throat> the big one, Spider Man No Way Home. So with this, expect our uh, No Way Home section on the uh, on the like the big like review ranking for every uh, for all the MCU movies to be pretty mm-hmm. short. Because we we just reviewed it a few weeks ago and we're reviewing it now. Yeah. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. So it's 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 really hard to review this movie. I feel personally because there's like a lot to talk about. Yeah. So, but I feel like I feel like personally, you know, before we review it, what would you give it personally on the other tier list? Um, ARS. I'd give it an S as well. Yeah. The thing is, like, I feel like this does so much for, like, not only just the Marvel Universe, but for, like, every Spider-Man universe as a whole, you know? Yeah. I feel like it does a lot for Toby Mc- and for, like, Tom Holland's character. I like to- I like uh, Andrew Garfield a lot more in this movie. Mm. Uh, even though, as I said, Toby Maguire was pretty wooden in this movie. Yeah. It, it, it was, like, it works, you know? 
it, it's, it was like the Sam Raimi film, so. Um, the only problems is I think there's a lot of plot stuff that's kind of weird about this movie. Like, there's a lot of, like, weirdness kind of shrouding this movie. Like, how does everything work with, like, the memory wipe? Like, when people go back to their universe, when do they go back? Especially, like, the Peter Parkers. When do they go back? Because it's, like, clearly shown that, like, Tony McGuire's just, like, in his house chilling. So it's not like he was, like, in any, like, serious danger like the other ones were. And mm-hmm. then it's, like, why are you trying to save these villains if they're about to die? And do you think that, like, if they go back and they're good, it'll be, like, good? But, like... Why do you care? It's like, you're never going to see him again. And how does that even work? Well, that's because Spider-Man's a good person, man. But they're going back without power. So they're just going to be like, even if they're like in some kind of crazy fight, they're just like, uh-oh, I guess I'm boned now. Because how am I going to be like, hey, Spider-Man, you wouldn't believe what just happened to me. <laughs> well, well, I, I guess just, I guess it's one of those things where like, you're just not supposed to think about it too much. Yeah. Because I guess that also would kind of retcon basically. Well, I mean, it wouldn't really retcon The Amazing Spider-Man 1, but The Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, regular Spider-Man 2 and 3, and probably the end of Spider-Man 1, at least, would definitely be uh, retconned in this aspect. There's just kind of a lot here, which is, like, weird, and you're sending them back without the powers, which is kind of weird, because it's, like, like some of them are, like, I don't know, it's just, like... Well, some of them just want to live normal lives, like uh, yeah. Sandman, who just want to go see his daughter. The villains in this movie, I feel like, are the strongest points. I feel like... Yeah. As much as I loved Green Goblin, Doc Ock in the first two movies, they were definitely improved upon a lot in this one. They did a lot of good for their characters. I, re- I uh, this is what cemented Willem Dafoe as my number one uh, Spider-Man villain, and probably my favorite uh, Marvel villain in general. Yeah, I think it is a very, very, very good movie, but it mm. definitely has its plot like weaknesses. Yeah, uh, let's also talk about this poster. This post poster is also pretty trash. Oh, did I just delete the tab? Or okay. Go. But uh, yeah, the poster kind of sucks. But all around, I just I think it's a very good movie. I yes. I, I would definitely see it again. I, I love this movie. I think it's a very good movie. Yeah. All right, and then we're gonna rank them within the tiers. But first, let's end the segment because we only got a minute left. Okay. And we're back. We uh, usually after a tier list, it's when we end. It's when we end the episode. But we got a couple more topics to talk about. Yes, but first, let's rank. All right. So eleventh and tenth. Eleventh is me and Spider Man Two, and tenth is a uh, the base Spider Man One. Because mm-hmm. they're the, the only ones in the in F and. You got it. Okay, I got it. Because they're the only ones in F and D tier, respectively. Moving to C tier, ninth place. I'd say Spider-Man 3, personally. Okay. Actually, no, I'd say Venom, personally. Yeah. That includes Let There Be Carnage. What would you put on? Yeah, I'd say Let There Be Carnage is worse than... Uh... Should, we flip, should we flip a coin or something? Sure. Do you have a coin on you? I think so. I do not. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's flick a let's flip a guitar pick. Okay, sure. These look the same on both sides now. All right, All right I got heads. Okay. Right, then tails. That means uh, that means Venom One is worse. Then uh, <laughs> before then after that, I'd put uh, I could uh, I could settle on Let There Be Carnage. Okay. Yeah. So that's ninth, uh, eighth. I'm gonna go Far From Home. Okay. No, eighth, eighth. I'm gonna go Spider Man Three, and seventh, I'm gonna go Far From Home. Okay, so right now it goes Amazing Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man, and then Venom. Let There Be Carnage. Let there, uh, Venom, and then Let There Be Carnage, and then... Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man and then Far 3, From Home. Far From Home, and then Homecoming. Is 6th place, 5th place. No, that's 5th place. 6th place is Spider-Man 1. And so for the top 3... Wait. 
One, two, three, four. Okay, now we're good. All right, so top three. I'd, I'd go Spider-Man 2 for uh, third place. Yeah, I can see that. And second place, what would you put for second out of these two? Well, in my opinion, I think uh, No Way Home's better. I'd go No Way Home for uh, for worse, honestly. So I want to do Heads and Tails again? Sure. <laughs> right, no Way Home is Heads, Spider versus Tails. Okay. Heads. Okay, so Spider versus second place, first place is No Way Home. That's the official uh, Nerd Stop ranking. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Anyways, our next two topics. Uh, first off, I guess uh, Cuphead will be quicker. Yeah. Uh, Cuphead recently got a show that came out. I watched all of it. I didn't even know it existed, so... Oh, yeah, let me read you my review. Uh, real quick, I'll just preface. I have not played Cuphead. I have not watched a lot of stuff about Cuphead. I know, like, the very bare minimum about Cuphead. Like, there are two guys with Cupheads. Uh, one is a mug. One is a mug, sorry. Yeah. I've actually been playing a, uh, a lot of Cuphead, right. actually, because I recently bought the game. Uh, a lot of people say it's as hot. It's like, talk about how hard it is. And I'd say I definitely agree. I feel like, uh, I mean, first off, it's not that difficult, but like, that's because I'm only in the second world out of the three. Yeah. So I still don't really know like the full extent of this, but right off the bat, it's not terrible right now. Like there's a few bosses that I'm still trying to get a handle on, but all around nothing that I, uh, it's too difficult. Hmm. Um, so I'd say, yeah, pretty good game. Uh, still working on getting through it. But uh, I'll keep you guys updated. So I've been a fan of Cuphead actually since 2017 when it came out. I just I watched a lot of uh, Let's Plays on it. I was I was a big fan of the game, right? Hmm. Yeah. So when I heard there was going to be a show releasing, I was like, oh man, I can't wait for this to release in 2020. Because <laughs> that's when it was originally slated to come out. And here we are yeah, in uh, yeah. 2022. That's the thing with Cuphead in general. Everything takes a lot of time to be released. Like the DLC coming out this year was supposed to be was slated for 2019. Yeah. So I think that's just a very uh, good representation of like how long this kind of stuff takes. I mean, I get it. It's a very beautifully like hand-drawn game, you know? Yeah, and then also... There's a lot of cool mechanics and stuff. All around, I, I love Cuphead. 10 out of 10. And also given, you know, world circumstances, obviously they're not going to get it out scheduled if it was going to come out in 2020. Yeah. So I can, under I can understand why, but like, point is, you know, delays are a very uh, familiar thing for the other uh, Cuphead fans. Yeah. All around the show, I gotta be honest, I didn't really care for the show that much. What's the show about? So, well, you see, uh, it's about it's just about Cuphead and Mugman just kind of hanging out. And one thing that disappointed me a lot with it is I feel like they have a lack of like characters from the games. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you're saying, right? I don't think they needed like show every single character because I feel like that would just be kind of unnecessary fan service. Yeah. But like, I feel like at least there are some instances where like some characters could have appeared. I feel, mm. but like they just chose not to. Like for example, they only have two of like the other uh, boss characters show up in the actual game. Those mm. being a. Uh, Ribbing Croaks and uh, the Roof Pack, who are from the, the first level, which are two bosses nobody ever really talks about, so I don't understand why they of all characters got uh, cameo appearances. Yeah, I think they might have tried a little too hard not to like play into the fan service that's been going around, but I feel yeah. like a little bit is always nice because like you want someone that you can recognize and like. Yeah, and the thing is, like other characters like from the games actually appear in like the uh, the intro and stuff. And oh, like yeah. some some of them are like appear in the background stuff, so it feels like they they they, they clearly have the rights to these characters, but yeah, I mean the thing is like there's they're, they're apparently there's gonna be like three seasons because like every the season was twelve episodes, and they said they were gonna make a like a total of thirty six episodes, so like three seasons. Huh. And the thing is like I mean you can only do so much with Cuphead, I feel outside of the main story. So I feel like they're maybe saving the main story for like a second season. Yeah. So like the thing is like I'm fine with it. If it's if it's gonna be that, because like you know that gives us potential for like a uh, for like that to be like the plot of season two maybe. Mm. 
But here's the thing, right? I don't judge a show on its potential. I judge a show on what we get, you know? Yeah. And what we got was okay. Here's the thing. The animation was great. I love the animation. I feel like the performances especially were a big standout. Specifically the other uh, Devil and King Dice, I feel like were very well standout performances. Hmm. Uh, Cuphead and Mugman themselves are pretty all right. I like the the writing is good. Here's the thing, right? It, it, since it's like a... It's, you can clearly tell it's supposed to be like a kid's show. It's not like it's not like funny, funny, you know? Yeah. But there's a couple like good visual gags that I can appreciate. I, I feel like one of the main... Uh, things that really uh, ruin it, I feel like, is the story. Not really ruin it, but, like, some of the plots, like, don't really, like... I feel like they could have done a lot more with it. Like, I don't, I don't need to watch uh, Cuphead, like, babysit a uh, child that they got delivered to them. Yeah. Or, like, them... Or, like, uh, their grandfather worried they're gonna they're gonna kill him because they say he's old. <laughs> so, like, some of the plots, I feel like, weren't that good. But all around, I, I, I enjoyed it for what it is. Yeah, I mean, I never really got into the Cuphead stuff. Uh, I know it was, like, a big thing. I just never really, like... I don't know. I never really got into it. There's just something that never really happened with me. But I'd say it's worth checking out. It's a very good game. Uh, if you have like twenty bucks laying around, it's a uh, it's yeah. pretty good. I'm pretty sure my dad, and my sister played through it because I kind of watched them play through a bit of it. But mm. I mean, it looks like a like a good game, and I can. It's a great game, honestly. I really love it. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can check it out sometime. Because you know, I know we were talking about like doing streams a while back. Yeah. So if we ever want to get onto that, if we ever wanted to start doing that, I feel like Cuphead would be a good thing to stream. Hmm. Yeah, because I feel I feel like that's literally us. Like I'm Cuphead, you're Mugman, <laughs> and don't say anything. Not, and don't say anything about that. I definitely would be Cuphead out of the two of us. No offense. Got it. <laughs> All around, yeah, Cuphead, good game. TV show could be better, but I I I'd say I'm I wouldn't say I'm disappointed with it. I'd say that I I I'd, I mean I am kind of disappointed with it. It, it could have been <laughs> it could have been better. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It was six out of ten. Anyways, uh, you have anything you want to you want to talk about the uh, book of Boba Fett, right? Yeah, so I was gonna talk about real quick uh, the book of Boba Fett, which uh, wrapped up. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're not gonna do a second season. I think that was the consensus about that. It was just gonna be like a the one and done the uh, show rather than like the Mandalorian, which is gonna get multiple seasons. But are they still making season three? I think so, hmm. because. Um, the end of the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, we're we're going to get into the plot here a little bit. So if you don't want to get spoiled about that, uh, uh, I'm not sure if we're going to talk about anything else after this, but I'm sure you could skip ahead. But I, I think this might be the uh, one of the ending parts. But uh... Just in case, you can skip to the end see our goodbyes, if mm. nothing else. Yeah. Um, yeah be, be a good sport about it, you know? <laughs> but uh, basically... Um, in the show, uh, The Book of Boba Fett, it basically follows, you know, Boba Fett after he takes over uh, Jabba's palace. Um, it follows the events of uh, one half is right after uh, episode six, where he gets thrown to the Sarlacc pit. And we see him climbing out of the Sarlacc pit. Uh, Jawas stealing all of his stuff, uh, like all his armor and everything. And then uh, sand people discovering them and enslaving him. Hmm. To which um, I'm just going over the whole plot synopsis here. Basically, uh, he earns the respect of the sand people by um, killing like this huge beast with only like a chain that was like wrapped around his hands. Much like was that the rancor? No, they it wasn't a rancor. He actually uh, ends up like getting a rancor as a gift. Oh, uh, nice, nice. So it wasn't the same Rancor, right? No, no. Oh, yeah, because, uh, because the one he, in the movie died. Yeah, and also he de like, de-headed this monster in the Tatooine 
desert. Nice, nice. But basically, he earns the respect of the sand people, and he ends up learning underneath them. Uh, he gets his own uh, gaffy stick, I think it's called, uh, which is like the little like staffs that they carry in episode four. Um, and he trains to use them, and then one day, he's like comes back. He's like, like really like a big part of this. He's like got his own like black robe and everything, and he comes back, and all the sand people are dead. <laughs> They've nice. been massacred by uh, this little gang that keeps rolling by, or presumably, uh, that's to be explained later. But then uh, they get massacred. He's like, this is not cool. At this point, he's like basically like a fully trained warrior now, hmm. and um, then uh, we kind of follow uh, him uh, meeting or kind of like at this point, uh, it kind of follows the events of the Mandalorian, which I don't think you also saw as well. I didn't, but I don't really care about spoilers, so uh, don't worry about it. Wait, so is the Mandalorian in the series or? Uh, the Mandalorian ties into the series a little bit. I know, but is he the, himself the Mandalorian in this? Uh, well, he has Mandalorian armor, Boba Fett. The Mandalorian is in the show later on, huh. but uh, Boba Fett is introduced in the Mandalorian. Like he is like returned as an alive character in the Mandalorian, because hmm. um, we see uh him like uh, I forget the name, but I'm pretty sure it's like a bounty hunter, and I cannot remember her name for the life of me. But basically, she tries to kill the Mandalorian. She fails, presumed dead, and then. In the Mandalorian show, this mysterious figure walks up to her and, like, like you know, saves her. And then in the Book of Boba Fett, we get, like, the actual scene of him walking up to her and then, like, like bring her to a, the repair shop. And she got, like, robot parts put into her. Hmm. Then she becomes, like, his sidekick. They steal um, the Slave One, which he had parked in Jabba's palace before he died. And then uh, they basically just like go back over to the Sarlacc pit because he believes that all of his armor was just still in there because he wasn't like really conscious for when the Jawas stole it. Goes back, hmm. slaughters it, but no armor to be found. To which case, uh, we follow more of the events of the Mandalorian where uh, he takes the Slave One uh finds uh the mandalorian who at this point has uh gotten boba fett's armor from uh a guy who was like the sheriff in this town who had like bought it off the jawas hmm. and he like was like this armor isn't yours <laughs> and he took it and then boba fett was like this is my armor and then in the show the the mandalorian uh there's this epic scene where uh like he flies this like the planet that the mandalorian's on in the slave one and they're like whoa what's that he comes out he's like hey yeah i'm boba fett i understand you have my armor and he's like uh, what and then they have to get in this big fight scene with stormtroopers but sometime in mm -hmm. there he runs into the razor crest which is the mandalorian ship puts on all his armor off screen it's just inferred that he goes to it and then this big epic scene where he like flies down on his jetpack and just slaughters a bunch of stormtroopers it's a really cool mm. scene i'd recommend i really like recommend like checking out the mandalorian i know i definitely need to there's a lot of especially specifically with disney plus there's a lot of stuff i still need to check out yeah i still as we mentioned earlier i need to watch a lot of the uh the marvel shows and uh both of the star wars shows squid games i still haven't watched squid games yeah that's not disney plus 
No, I'm just saying that specifically. Yeah. Like uh, Disney Plus is like one of the big things, but like just in general, a lot of shows I still need to watch. But yeah, it definitely sounds interesting. I'll probably give it a yeah. Probably check it out. Goes to Jabba's palace after he gets his armor, kills Bib Fortuna, becomes the head, and then basically the Book of Boba follows him, like trying to like bring peace to the uh, town of Motes, but I think it is. Uh, which is like the like area that he rules over because he's like the new head. Hmm. And in the show, uh, there's one episode where it's just like focused on the Mandalorian in the Book of Boba Fett. So it's like kind of like just like this one-off episode to like bring back the Mandalorian. And uh, we see that uh, the Mandalorian uh, is looking for a new ship, and uh, he goes to this lady who was introduced. Like a, she's like got her own like repair shop, and uh, she has a Naboo starfighter, the same like yellow ones that we saw in the prequels that like uh, young Anakin flies mm. uh, in like the first episode. Wait, so like the, the pods, you mean? No, uh, no, like the so you know, like the like the like uh, here, I'm gonna do this real quick before you do that. Uh, Dude, I was trying to play Shell Shockers. Nabu Starfighter. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, he, she has like a broken, like, down one of these. So he ends up getting parts for her and uh, from the Jawas, which obviously are scavengers. Hmm. And then that's his new ship. It's kind of decked out, it's got this crazy engine. Uh, but obviously, that's gonna go into the Mandalorian and like tease. Like, what's going to happen there? Hmm. But anyways, that was like a speed run of like half of the Mandalorian and... Most of the other Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. That really sounds interesting. I'm probably going to check it out. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. Um, It's, I think, my, like, one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars media. Really? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's really good. I think, obviously, it's a bit fan servicey, but it's in like a good way. Uh, in like a way that like works and um i think it was just very good to just kind of like you know just kind of like see like what what, what is boba fett doing now mm. so i i'll be honest i always assume that he died in the sarlacc pit yeah that was kind of like general consensus but some people like he got survived mm. so they kind of just were like yeah he did survive and this is what he did and now we know he is alive and all well Hmm. But yeah, it was definitely cool, and I think it was very cool for the people who worked on the project as well to like really like work on this and be like a part of like bringing back this like very famous character who's very famous but only has like one scene hmm. or I guess a couple scenes, but like one scene where he actually gets to do something. Then he only have like five lines of dialogue. I'm pretty sure yeah. one of them being his a uh, scream. Yeah, the Wellheim scream. Yeah. I believe it is. And it's also crazy because uh, that's like it's kind of cool to like hear him like actually like you know talking through the whole thing. Hmm. He's like just actually a real character. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend the Book of Boba Fett and the Mandalorian, and probably watch a Mandalorian then Book of Boba Fett because then you'll like actually like understand. You give it out of ten because that's kind of what we do here for uh, when we talk about things. The Book of Boba Fett, I'd probably give. An eight out of ten, probably. Zam, all right. I think it was a very good show. I feel like some people might have thought it was a bit like pretentious, because like it is like a bit more of like a 
you know, like a politics type thing, which a lot of people disliked uh, in the uh, prequels. Mm. But I think that, like, you know, the world is full of politics, kind of like an unavoidable truth of the world, whether you're in fantasy or not. So I think it was cool. And it wasn't like boring politics, like, I'm going to do this and this. It was like very much like not like very boring they definitely always brought an element of like tension and action to it hmm. but yeah i think it was very good the mandalorian i didn't love i think i'd probably give the mandalorian like a six or seven really i'm pretty sure a lot of people really love the uh, the mandalorian yeah i think it was it was good i just think the book of both that's better i think there's better star wars media out there yeah, fair enough So around you'd uh, you recommend them you said what you'd uh, you'd recommend them oh yeah definitely i think if you're a star wars fan at all and like obviously there's a lot of like characters that are brought back into the into the show uh various cameos from people but i think it works really well like the cameos aren't forced and i think it was overall a very good two shows there mm. and i think i'm very excited to see uh, the Kenobi show, given the the excellent. When's that? Was that coming out again? <sighs> I'll look it up real quick on my phone. It's probably like at least sometime before Mandalorian three, I think. Season three, Mandalorian. It's you know what I mean? Oh yeah, here we are. Uh, it is coming in May, late May. Oh, damn! I thought that was gonna come out like next year. May twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Is Ewan McGregor gonna be in it or? Yes. Nice. Uh, Ewan McGregor, McGregor, McGregor. Uh, puzzlingly, Hayden Christensen's gonna be in this. Huh. I don't know how that's gonna work. Uh, I'm interested to see uh, if it's gonna be like you know flashback thing, but it's like the second name listed, so I think hmm. it's a main role. But Darth Vader's already around at this point. So, so it, is he going to play Darth Vader? Or? I wouldn't assume so, because I feel like that's just extra steps. And I know Hayden Christensen is going to come back like in a, a different series, because I know, I know that. But I don't know. It's it's we're gonna have to see how they do it. I'm excited to see what they do with it, because I at this point I trust Disney with Star Wars now. Yeah. Especially, yeah. I think they really upped that game, and I'm just waiting for like a new Disney Star Wars movie to come. I think mm. isn't Taika Waititi doing a new one? Not sure. I think so. Thought I heard something about that. I, Disney Star Wars movies have been famously not good, but I think they can, or I hope they can learn from the shows, and they can take all the progress and all the skill that they got making the shows, and they can transfer that over to making a good movie. Hmm. I'm sure they would. They're getting uh, better at it. I'm really hoping that they can like learn from their past mistakes and not like. I don't want to see a new trilogy yet. I want to like see some more solo stories before we actually get like a new trilogy. Oh, definitely. We're not getting another trilogy for like another like 15 years, I bet. Yeah, but I feel like at this point, like, you know, it's Disney. I feel like they're not going to wait that long. I feel like they like I, they might, but like I feel like this is like the like Avengers of like this franchise. Like you can't just like go forever without making one. Hmm. And of course they did it with like the original, but like that was just because George Lucas didn't want to. Yeah. But here we are. So mm. I'm still praying that they take back the, the last trilogy. <laughs> They're like, 
It was a joke. Just just give just just start fresh. Just make a new one. Yeah, um, that's what I'd like. Although I don't know how uh, they could just say like Princess Leia passed away. They could figure something out. I just don't want that to be a thing anymore. Yeah, I mean she did die, and yeah. Well, yeah. In, in Rise of Skywalker, but yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I they destroy all that. Just like they could like be like yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think they could destroy it, but I guess they could just, like, ignore it and, like, do a bunch of retcons. That's kind of what they did with Rise of Skywalker, so. I wish that they could just, like, not canon anymore, doing it again. And the first scene of the new movie should just be, like, a funeral. And it's Princess Leia's funeral, and that's why all the characters are together again. And that's what kind of sparks, like, the unity again of, like, of course, like, everyone's, like, you know, the New Republic or whatever. Like, even if they're going to keep going with, like, Luke's doing his own thing, Han's doing his own thing, bring it all back together with the funeral, because obviously that's going to strike a chord with everyone, and then go from there. Figure something out. I don't care what it is. I just want to... I just want something. <laughs> and I don't want you to have Princess Leia get shot out in an airlock and then actually survive and then actually die. Oh, yeah. Didn't they have, like, five fake-out deaths in the Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> yeah, they, was... they They had Chewy for that one fake-out death. Yeah. Would C-3PO count? Because he was, like, gonna lose his memories, but then yeah. he just was back to normal. Yeah, that's definitely... And then Kylo had a fake-out death, and then Rey had a fake-out death. Yeah, that was... <sighs> crazy. Hmm. But, yeah. But all around, uh, yeah, the point is, Disney Star Wars not good. I, personally, I don't think they should wreck on it, but I feel like they could at least, like, try to, like, fix some of the mistakes they made with it. I don't know. There's just so much wrong with it, though. Like, they'd have to take out, like, the entirety of the ending of the last movie if they want anything to make sense. Because, obviously, Emperor Palpatine coming back. The whole plot of the last movie is I, just... I still don't get why they decided to have him come back off-screen. They could have just kept with Kylo Ren being the main villain. Yeah, they could have just been like, you know what, this guy is still the bad guy, but they're like, but we kind of want him to have a redemption arc. They could they could have still redeemed him if you even if he wasn't the main villain, yeah. but still. Uh, it's... I guess what's the, that's what they get for not writing out the the main story like the trilogy plotline. Yeah, did you know that they went without knowing the full like plotline of the trilogy? Oh yeah, definitely. Because they did the thing where they were like, gonna be like, we're gonna be like the original trilogy and have three different directors. No, don't do that. Mm. <laughs> Admittedly, it probably wasn't a smart idea to do that in the first place. Wait, the, the trilogy, the original trilogy, had three different directors. Yeah. Oh. This may be a stupid question, but I thought they were all uh, George uh, Lucas. No, well, no, wait, who was it? It was, I know it was like three different people did each one. Uh, was, it, was it the director? No, that would probably be George Lucas. Yeah, direct, and star, and the director was uh, Lucas, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, I see. Uh, Erwin uh, Kirshner and Richard, Mon uh, this guy. Hmm. This guy, um... Best known for directing Star Wars episode Return of the Jedi. Oh. So each one had a different director. Well, the thing is, they all seemed like they knew what uh, what they were doing with it. Yeah, because... They all followed the same basic story. Yeah, because they're not psychopaths like J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson. But, uh, yeah, so they were like, we're going to do this again. And then the last director like was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So they brought back J.J. Abrams to the last one. So it was very much, and they like spent a, the whole movie just trying to like dis, uh, yeah. like demake the uh, the last Jedi. And I think I know what happened. They it, like they wanted to have another Darth Vader with Kylo Ren, where it's like big bad guy with a mask turns back to the light side and sees the good in himself. Hmm. But then they killed the Emperor Palpatine of this story, and then brought back the other Palpatine. Yeah, so they were like, okay, well, what is like the last episode, like Episode Six of Star Wars? 
if Palpatine's not there. You can't have him just come back and then it's all okay now. There needs to be that extra force there. And then so like, like just bring back the old one. Mm. One thing I hate though is I feel like I feel like also with this like the fans basically wrote this movie in a way. Oh yeah. Because like all they did, all they did was just hear the comp- the uh, complaints from the Last Jedi and then they just made it off of that. Like Rose, who was a big part of the Last Jedi. She yeah. wasn't good in the Last Jedi, but I feel like she should have been like fucking bullied by the internet for, the, for like two years straight. So for some reason, they were like, "Okay, we're gonna take all the points from this movie, do the complete opposite," mm. and then it was like, "That's not how you fix problems." Yeah, exactly. The, and the people were complaining about how Ray was a nobody, but then they made her a Palpatine. Yeah, it's like here's the thing: I liked her being a nobody. Yeah, I feel like it worked. Everyone was like, "Well, what if like they're this person?" But like, but that's the thing: so many people. It, it, it's I think it's the fans' fault really because they were all just fucking complaining yeah. about how Ray was a nobody, and then they decided to just like. Yeah, they were like, well, if you really want it to be somebody, mm. well, well, we already said that you thought your parents, so we'll just go up a generation. That's mm. <sighs> crazy. I don't know. Point is, yeah, uh, hopefully they do some, some good stuff with Star Wars. They're seeming to do good stuff with it nowadays, so let's just uh, see what goes on from there. Yeah. And uh, this is probably the end of this this podcast. We talked about a decent amount. Yeah, it's going on for the like end a of the podcast, guys. <laughs> that's been going on for like a, a bit over an hour, or so yeah. Well, with that, uh, you know, I, I had a good time here. Uh, this I is the last episode that. ever, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is a nerd stop finale. Hmm. I'm sorry to jump it on you in the last three minutes. Yeah, but we're, we're kidding, but we will. Pro- we, pro- <laughs> we probably we probably will make the next episode by two Tuesdays. Yeah, in two Tuesdays, but like either either we'll just forget or something outside our control will happen. The point is. Around next, around the next few Tuesdays, we'll get into episode. A up. Tuesday. A tu- <laughs> it will be a Tuesday or Wednesday. It, it'll happen, is what we're trying to say. It will happen someday during a week that happens in the future, probably. Look, we we, we came back after six months hiatus. We'll, we could do this, but point is, yeah. we have we have a new episode now. So uh, I'm Seamus Landy, and I'm Lucas Suchak, and this is Nerd Stuff. Have a good one. You too. <laughs>